are listening to Dr. Shushma Singh. Today in Unit 22, Religion and Culture, we are going to start our lecture with topic Sociological Explanation, the three approaches to understanding of the sacred and the secular order. And we start with Amal Durkheim. The French scholar is considered as having done pioneering work on the sociology of religion. His classic book, Elementary Forms of Religious Life, as well as many other writings stand testimony to his great insight in the field of sociology of religion. Durkheim's reading of historical and ethnographic literature of his time convinced him that all society make a clear distinction between the sacred and the profane. As mentioned above and such a distinction at the societal level is significant in understanding why people in groups and societies behave as they do. His theoretical distinction between the concepts of sacred and the profane stands as a classic contribution to sociology even today. Durkheim proposed that sacred is anything that inspires away reversence or deep respect among the members. It has extraordinary supernatural and sometimes even dangerous qualities and can usually be approached only through some form of ritual. Such a ritual may be in the form of simple prayer, incantation, hymns, ceremonial cleansing or offering of prayer. Anything can be sacred depending on social acceptance. An idol, rock, tree, book, the sun, the moon, the king or even an engine. The profane on the other hand is anything that is regarded as part of the ordinary rather than the supernatural world. Profane is something irreligious, ungodly and unspiritual. All objects in live, live situations except those which are considered by the community as sacred are profane or saligracious object. The individual's social behavior is influenced by his relationship with the sacred and the profane during the course of his everyday life. Durkheim like his illustrious predecessors recognizes the universality of religion throughout human history. If religion is universal, he reasoned, it must perform some vital function in human society. Otherwise, this social institution could not have survived for thousands of years. Rejecting psychological explanation on universality of religion as consoler to the frustrated heart, 
Durkheim sought to find out the significant causes of religion. He observed that there are certain key social forces that maintain religion in all societies. He proposed that because religion performs some vital social functions, members accept this institution as an important element of social structure. In the true spirit of objective scientific inquiry, Durkheim began his search of these key social forces in the description of datomism in Australian Aboriginal group, which he believed represented the simplest and earliest form of human society. A tatoem is a secret emblem that members of a group or clan treat with reversions and way. The things chosen as totems, a lizard, a caterpillar, a fish, a tree are not in themselves a way inspiring. But members of a clan see the object as their link to the supernatural. They call themselves by its name, observe taboos in approaching it, and consider its appearance on behavior as specially significant having sacred importance. The totem is both a symbol of God and a symbol of the clan. This has clearly connected the cultural and the religious realm of the society. Durkheim saw this association between and the sacred and the clan as a clue to the function of religion. In worshipping its totem, members of the clan were worshipping society. The god of the clan, the totem principle can be nothing less than the clan itself personified and represented to the imagination under the visible form the animal or vegetable which serves as totem, rot, Durkheim. Durkheimian logic in this instance has been simple and straightforward. Many of the sentiments and experiences that people categorize as Religious are responses to unseen but powerful social forces. Because they cannot be explained by the ordinary rationalization, the community provides a supernatural explanation to a natural social force. For example, the religious belief that human beings are the product of divine creation reflects the social fact that we are creatures of our culture and time. The religious sensation of perpetuity reflects the social fact that society existed before we were born and will continue after we die. In supporting this position, Durkheim remarked, we speak a language that we did not invent. We invoke rights that we did not found. 
a treasury of knowledge is transmitted to each generation that it did not gather itself going still further is it any wonder darkheim asked that we feel as if our lives are designed and controlled by outside forces that we treat these forces with away as if our lives depended upon him darkheim strongly held then that religious beliefs arise from our experience of social forces religion helps us to give this experience a concrete form and expression in a socially acceptable form elaborating on this basic insight darkheim argued that the primary function of religion in a society is to create and maintain a moral community religious belief reinforces group norms and values by adding a sacred dimension to everyday social pressure in this sense religion acts as a confirmer of cultural system religious rituals reinforce social solidarity by bringing people together to reaffirm their common bonds and recall their social heritage religion brings people together and unites them as a single community participation in rituals heightens the feeling of being part of something larger than oneself this in turn helps the individual to adjust a loss and pain darkheim believed that if science were to undermine belief in the sacred some functional equivalent would arise to replace traditional religion darkheim's arguments regarding the relationship between religion society and culture have undergone some changes the darkheimian conception of the division between the sacred and profane is sharper in the modern society as compared to the traditional social setup of the 19th century europe for example in the modern western societies citizens take pride in separating the religious belief and practices from their public life as a result governments do not support any one religion against the other in their governance religious function structures and roles segregated from the secular ones as far as possible in contrast the traditional social setup does not make any sharp segregation between the sacred and the secular hence in such a system a sharp distinction between the two may seem not only unfeasible but also undesirable yet everywhere people do recognize that some occasion places persons or times are more sacred than others the evidences 
for such recognition are seen in people's collective actions here we want to close this lecture thanks for listening